so vain I'm pretty sure this song is about I'm so vain Don't you think this song is about me? Don't you? Don't you? Okay, I lied on the last episode. Today is actually Sunday, uh, March 14th, 2021. My name's Joe Batanz. Lori and I were having so much fun that I'm going to release that episode as the 13th. Release this one as the 14th. And today we'll talk about what happened with Aiden. We'll talk about, I don't know if Lori's comfortable talking about uh, a recent disagreement we had with Star. It's a special relationship sure. episode of this Joe Batanz right here on Afterthought Media. said at the top of the show today is sunday march 14th 2021 my name is joe batanz and i am the host of this joe batanz on the, on the last episode Lori and i were supposed to talk about the troubles with me and aiden and uh and whatnot and then we just you know how we are so we're gonna do that today because i owed you guys an episode anyway so uh we'll do it right now Lori. let me i know we'll get distracted if i talk about anything else so let me tell you what happened and then if we get distracted, we get distracted. But let me just get it out of the way. Okay. So Aiden worked a double yesterday at Starbucks. So he had a morning shift, an eight-hour morning shift, by the way, like five to one. And then he had a four-hour shift uh, from like 4.30 to 8.45 or something, right? Uh-huh. And uh, he – and so whatever. And then he was going to hang out with a friend in the middle of the day. I mean, like that – even just saying it right now, my heart hurts from exhaustion. But, you know, to be that age, you can do that stuff, right? Yeah. And so um, uh, so he, he, he does it. And then, like, uh, he doesn't usually call me on, my, on his breaks. So around 5 o'clock or 5.30, I got really sleepy and decided to take a nap. Uh-huh. So I took like an hour nap, and when I woke up, I saw that he had called. I missed his call. Okay? And I was like, whatever. He'd called me on his break. And then I knew he'd get off at 8.45. And in fact, I was supposed to do an episode of This Job Tans last night. But by the time I was able to actually record that episode, it was like 8.25 or something. And I was so anxious to talk to him because I missed him. I didn't really get a chance to talk to him yesterday. That I was like... You know, I'm supposed to do this job at right now, but you know what? If I do, I may miss his call, and and uh, and that'll be really bad. So why don't I um, not do it? I'll just do it in the morning, and I will devote my energy to him, right? So I didn't do this job at and I just fucked around until 8.45. And 8.45 comes and goes, and no Aiden. 8.50. 8.55. Nine o'clock, nine o five. Finally, I'm like, I text him. I'm like, hey, I don't know what's going on, but I want to watch another episode of WandaVision, and I don't want to start it if you're going to interrupt me, you know, with the call. So I don't mind waiting, but there was no response. So I uh-huh. just turn, put my phone on silent, and I watched an episode of WandaVision, which is like thirty minutes, you know. And so I, 30 minutes later, 35 minutes later, 
I checked my phone and he had called like five minutes after I started WandaVision. And I call him, no answer. And I text message him. And oh, he had sent me some text messages like question mark, question mark, question mark, you know, like I'm pissed and stuff like that, right? Uh huh. So I sent him these text messages and I'm like, hey, what's going on? Are you pissed at me? Are you pissed at work? I don't understand. And um, no response. And then just nothing for like an hour. So finally I say, listen, I don't know why you're not responding. I think it's very cruel not to respond. You know? And by the way, while he was working, I sent him like videos that I thought were funny and cute and links. And I miss you and I love you. Like he got little messages throughout the whole time. Yeah. So finally, he text messages me that he's really mad at me. You know? That he had a really horrible day, and the one thing he wanted to do was talk to me, and I didn't answer his call because I was busy watching WandaVision, and he thought that was really offensive, and I was like, whatever, let's talk about it in the morning. So we talk this morning, and he he starts to go there. I'm just having a pleasant conversation. I go, do you want to go there? He goes, yeah, I want to go there. And we have a discussion, and we have a full-on fight where he's like, you know, I think it's bullshit that, you know, I, I had to work late. I didn't want to be there. And then I get off and I just want to call my boyfriend and you don't answer the call and you turn your ringer off to watch fucking WandaVision. He goes, like, I get watching WandaVision. Why couldn't you keep your ringer on? And I go, okay, fair enough. Moving forward, I'll keep my ringer on, right? Uh-huh. But my point was... And I'm going to be kind of a dick. I'm going to be like, a lot of these problems would be solved if you told people I existed. So, if, for instance, if they knew I existed at your job, which I don't understand why they don't know I exist, you could say, oh, hey, uh, I promised my boyfriend that I'd call him at a certain time. Can I just call him and tell him to be late? Couldn't do that because they don't know I exist. When I called him later, he couldn't, he couldn't answer because he was with his roommate. Right now, his response to that was he didn't take the call because he didn't want to talk to me. It had nothing to do with the roommate. And um, but ultimately, I said like I like I I told him that this job is hand store. I go like I I scheduled things so that you we wouldn't be I would have time and you didn't call. Like, am I supposed to just sit around and wait till he calls? But I'm only like it's only very one sided. Only when he calls me. And I have to be like, oh my god, Aiden's calling, but it's not the the reverse isn't true, you know. And so I, it, it reminded me of there's a moment in Brokeback Mountain because I, I was assigned Brokeback Mountain this week for my film, where the big fight, the, the I wish I could quit you fight between Ennis and Jack between Heath Ledger and Jake Gyllenhaal, is because you know they only get to you know hang out like two or three times a year, and. Heath Ledger tells Jake Gyllenhaal, oh, the one time that we meet up in August, I have to push it back to November. And Jake Gyllenhaal gets really mad, and he's, like, pissed. And then Heath Ledger's like, well, why are you pissed? And he's like, "We only, I only get to see you two or three times a year. And then somehow it comes up that Jake Gyllenhaal's been, like, hooking up with other people, and Heath Ledger freaks out on him and threatens to kill him if he ever finds out that he's seen other people. Yeah. And Jake Gyllenhaal's like... What do you expect me to do? Just wait around because you you won't you don't want to go further. I'm 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 a hundred percent in, 
Anyway, and I told him, reflect on that because that's kind of how I feel. And that made, that made him really mad. And he goes, I don't want to talk to you anymore. Uh, I'll call you later. Fuck you. And hung up. Okay, I've told you everything that I think you need to know for the story. There might be things I fill in later if you have questions or if you bring something up. But well, what are your thoughts? So my question is, when he called you on your break afterwards, did you text him when you woke up yes. from your nap? Did you text him and say, like, oh, I'm sorry, I missed, yes. I missed your call? Yes. You did? And I said I was napping. And he didn't, did he respond or did he not respond? Nope. No response. He didn't respond. Okay. No. And you guys had or you guys had set time aside for uh Yeah, he got off work at eight forty five. Uh, he was gonna call to, me to call. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, I think that um you know, I've done this to Star a couple of times, and okay. I think it just comes from uh I hate to say it, but like a selfish attitude of you want your your partner to be there for you on call mm-hmm. whenever you want. And it, the, the harsh reality is he's just going to have to face that, you know, you have your own life yeah, and you have your own, you know, your own thing that you, you know, your own commitments and your own thing. And if he, if you have a scheduled time and he's not going to call you, mm-hmm. then, you know, you, you got to, you're not just going to wait around, you know, if mm-hmm. I would say, if anything, if he wants, if he's like, he needs to be more communicative. He needs to tell you like, Hey, it really hurt my feelings when mm-hmm. I didn't, when you didn't answer the phone, when I called you at my break, cause I was having a hard time. And then, you know, you can be like, Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. You're having a hard time. Yeah. I was just really tired and I fell asleep. I'm really, um, you know, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I wasn't there for you, mm-hmm. but it's not really your responsibility to be on call 24 mm-hmm. seven. So I know I, I mean, actually, just, I actually just don't even immaturity. know why I'm in, I don't know why I'm in trouble right now. I think it's just he said I was gaslighting attitude. him. What he said I was gaslighting him. Gaslighting for what? I don't know. I feel that's like the buzzword. People are always gaslighting you. Well, I don't know if. See, I also will say that you tend to change facts around so i don't know if what i'm getting okay laurie here, here's the deal yeah, this is what i'll do this is what i'll do i'm not gonna send this to everybody but what i'll do is to you laurie you can read it. i'll vamp while you read it i will send you the tech now obviously you weren't on the phone i don't have a record of the phone calls today right yeah but you'll see the text messages from last night you know so uh in fact so let me take a screenshot of that hold on uh, so you can see, you can, you can review them, you know, while, uh, uh, while I'm, I'm talking, I'll vamp while you read them. Okay. I hope I get them in the right order. And, oh my God, there's so many screenshots. Um, and then you can report what your findings are. Oh shit. Um, and we'll and we'll go from there. You will give your full, unbiased opinion. Okay. And you know, as we know, you are a judge. People don't know this. People think you know. Someone told me they thought you were a teacher. And I was like, no, oh. Lori has her own, like, uh, uh, I'm a judge. Like a TV judge. Yeah. Yeah. Judge Lori. Yeah. 
And uh, people didn't know that. And so it's um, actually called Roggen Rules with Roggen Camp. Yeah. And so uh, people didn't know that. They were very surprised. Okay. I think I'm saying to you in the right order because I'm just going based on. Um, no, I know that's not the right order. Oh, I think it is actually. Okay. Here we go. I'm just going to send it to you in the order that I think it goes. Uh, there's a lot going on here, Lori. Uh, let's see here. This. And then, um, this, maybe? And then this. I think this is correct. Okay. So Lori has a lot to read right there. Now, while she's doing that, I'm going to tell you about other things from my day-to-day. My mom, I woke up today. And uh, we had our typical Sunday breakfast. I had to go. Oh, you know what? Let me talk about last night. So we've been there's been no cooking going on in this house. My mom's back has been bothering her. So I volunteered to go to McDonald's yesterday and get a few cheeseburgers and whatnot. Literally just cheeseburgers. No fries, nothing. Just a few cheeseburgers from me and my dad. Okay? Go to McDonald's. Order just all I got cheeseburgers, right? And it's a huge line. It's a gigantic line. Right, and there's the car in front of me waiting for its food, and then a car just all of a sudden appears out of nowhere and parallel parks next to the car in front of me and puts on his hazards. I'm like, what the fuck is this drama? So, right, the car takes off in front of me. The guy jumps out of his car and he put he puts his hand up to me, and I'm all like, what is going on? And the guy runs up to the window. And started screaming at the McDonald's girl because she didn't give him the two ice cream cones that he had gone earlier to get. And I was just like, I literally, I probably could have been shot. I was like, dude, go inside the fucking restaurant. The restaurant is open to go inside. He's like, oh, hold on, hold on, my brother. Hold on, my brother. And I was like, I'm not his brother. I want my fucking cheeseburgers and I want to go home. I was already prepared to fucking run over his ass if he came towards me. And I feel, and I really do feel I would have been in the right. I would have felt threatened. Stand your ground. And I would have run over him. And I know at the news they would have been like, you know, he just wanted his two ice cream cones and this fat pig wanted his cheeseburgers and ran over this man, you know, who wanted the ice cream cones for his, you know, disabled children or something. I don't care. I would feel threatened. And uh, I would have done it. Before I go to the next thing, Lori, I'm checking in. Where are we on this? Okay. So I've I've watched, I've skimmed through most of them. I will say this: you're the one who mentions gaslighting. He doesn't mention. No, the gaslighting was today on the phone when he calls me. Gaslighting. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're the one. So in text messages, you you mention gaslighting. Yeah. Um. I I will say this. I think. I don't know how to say this without making it sound like I'm throwing you under the bus, but I feel like there is a look. I. I think what he his response was very transactional, very mm-hmm. emotional. Not transactional. His response was very emotional, very immature. He obviously wanted you to be there for him, and you weren't. And that's not your fault. You were, mm-hmm. um, you know, you were uh, um, sleeping. You know, mm-hmm. so you can't control when somebody calls you. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think the way you handled it was sort of transactional. In that I think you sort of were just like, oh, I missed your call, so that's fine. When I think you could have maybe said, like, is everything okay? 
you, you know, why did you call me in the middle of the, you know, I hope everything's going well at work, just sort of something to like, be like, Hey, you know, I'm sorry if you're having issues or, you know, something like that. Mm -hmm. So maybe being more in touch with his emotions might help a little bit, but also it's very hard to do when you're long distance. So there's a disconnect and when he's not communicating with you, Mm -hmm. but I think an occasional, like everything. Okay. You know, or how I hope your day's going well. I'm sorry if you're having a hard day might be more beneficial than just sort of like, okay, well, you didn't call me, so I'm going to watch this. Mm-hmm. You know, this sort of thing. Well, I didn't, this doesn't come across in the text message. The part where you said, where he said it was a hard day, I didn't see till after I watched WandaVision. He texted no, I know. that, yeah. But that's what I'm saying is that it's not, it's, it's sort of like I, I would have, if I, if this had happened with Star, mm-hmm. well, first off, I would have called her until she answered. That's just how I am. Mm-hmm. But, um, I if if she had called in the middle of the day and I didn't answer, I would have said, "Oh, I'm so, is everything okay?" And ha- I hope you're having a good day. And then that way it would have opened. I felt like it would have opened him up more to being like, "Oh, I've been having a hard day." And mm-hmm. whereas I feel like your attitude was just like, "Okay, I missed your call. So what now? What do we do? You know, what's yeah. next?" When I think you need to sort of live in the moment of the missed call. He's still reeling from the missed call, mm-hmm. and then it's compounded. By him, uh, you know, by by then calling you again and you not answering the phone. But what's funny is this morning I let him go off and about the missed call and I apologized and said, moving forward, I will keep my ringer on when I watch WandaVision. Right? Yeah. So I still don't get why I'm in trouble. No, I don't know. We're, we're half an hour away from me getting a phone call. I think he's just still emotional. I think honestly, I mean, it, I think it's twofold. I, I really do believe he has an, he has like the immature 20 something year old attitude of, if I want to talk to you, I should be able to talk to you. you know, like you should drop everything and want to talk to me sort of thing, mm-hmm. which is just not feasible. But also I think that I don't think you've necessarily addressed. I think you are looking at, you are not to, not to, uh, genderize this but you're looking at it as a very male attitude of like well how do we fix this problem yeah and this is not a problem to be fixed this is something to be listened to that's a very you know what that's a very good point i'm gonna steal that and take credit for it when he calls me for okay so i would say instead of saying like instead of saying what you know how do we fix this how do we move forward just ask him how he's feeling and you know, and, and just kind of listen and just say, Oh, that's, you know, why, why did you call me yesterday? What, what, what was it about work that did he tell you or did he, I never got, I never found out. No, we didn't find him. Yeah. I would just find that part out because I think he wanted, I think the thing that I think is why he's hurt is that he wanted to open to up to you because you are his for better or worse. You are his emotional support and you're sort of his, his way he can sort of like, you know, unload sort of his emotional issues and his emotional, mm-hmm. his emotional frustration. And so when you're not there, it almost feels like he's like emotionally constipated. He can't, yeah. he has no way to put where to put that emotion. Yeah. So it leads to anger and frustration. And <laughs> I will say that I do, I don't necessarily agree that you have to be available to, available to him 24 seven. And I think it would be <coughs> unhealthy if you were, 
Mm-hmm. But I think you, you know, you should say like, look, there are some times throughout the day where I'm going to be taking a nap or I'm going to be working or I'm going to be, and I might not be able to answer the phone, excuse me, answer the phone, but just text me or let me know that you're upset or whatever. And though, I think you're also your argument about it being the fact that you don't, his, his life, nobody else knows about you outside of his, outside of himself, you know, in his life. I think that's a bigger issue that you guys will have to, I don't necessarily feel like, I think you're trying to sort of shove that issue into this argument. I can see where you're coming from. No, I told them that this morning. I said, because then he started attacking that issue and I go, that's not, has nothing to do with it. I go, this is actually a judgment against myself. I go, this, that, that has nothing to do with this. But I think that what happened was, that FYI, I think that we have he, less than a minute left, but go ahead. I think he hit back at you. I think he was he was hitting at you, and he was. And so I think you you pushed through what you're upset about. So I think you are genuinely upset about that, and I think you I guys need to have it. a conversation about it. Yeah. All right. Well, Lori, you know what? We didn't get to the thing with you and Star today. But let me ask you this, and I actually do mean really mean tomorrow. I don't have 20 more minutes. No, I know I don't have 20 more minutes either. Can you we get together tomorrow for that old chestnut where you talk about you and Star? Sure. All right, we'll do it right here on this Joe Batanz, right here on Afterthought Media.